Hi, I'm Sekhar, marketer, creative and media nerd. Welcome to the You Incorporated podcast. On this show, I catch up with some of the most badass founders, business leaders and content creators in the whole wide world. Whether you're a marketer, creative or a budding founder, if you want to build your brand, your voice, your way, you're in the right place. Join me on the You Incorporated podcast and start building your empire. Here we go. Please join me in welcoming Kyle Fernandez, the co-founder and CEO of MemeChat, an online money-earning app where you can create viral content and earn money from it. On this episode of the You Incorporated podcast, we are going to get chatty about all things memes. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Thanks, Akit, for having me. Amazing to be here. What's your reply to people what's still calling memes meme just now i was actually speaking to a person who said you've done an incredible job at meme chat and that's the exact point i knew i cannot work with this guy it was the beginning of the call at the i switched off i know that isko matlab memes is always aate for people who are living under a rock who have no idea what memes are could you for the 10 boomer listeners on our show explain once and for all what a meme is all right so imagine a image or a video that you can relate to and makes you laugh and it makes what's happening around in a comical manner that's what a meme is the main element and main emotion of a meme is relatability for example aapke childhood mein aap particular type of cold drink peete the ya particular type of cigarette phookte the theek hai you see that and you see a picture of that and that gives you nostalgia and people make a sort of image the fact that this is the kind of cigarette that they used to smoke or this is the kind of drink that they used to drink or, or something like that with what is relatable that's what a meme is it's a relatable piece of content right and that is when you can when when a person let's say or even a and that is why as a meme is not just for generations and millennials it is for old people as well but the problem is that old people clear quick old people content creator nahi hai na so if you have people who are content creators for the older generation right then they'll also be interested in memes because now they'll see memes that that they can relate to it's all about relatability it's all about that image of video that you know you can relate to. how have we taken something so pure and made it into a marketing tool how did meme marketing really start kyle there are the traditional advertising methods that you've seen a tv ad where let's say a company spends a lot of money sometimes it goes multiple crores to produce a video that they want to present on television or on a youtube ad or something like that it may be comical maybe entertaining but when a person sees a meme right when let's say you or i we see a meme on a brand the first thing that we get in our mind that this is not an ad it is something that somebody has created and it looks genuine the first point of view that comes to a person who's looking at a branded meme let's say a meme let's say on some sort of parley cheap biscuits or some b2c d2c brand right the first thing that comes to your mind this is organic right that one thing is also relatable now and second it gives you that trust ki yaar log sach mein ye cheez mante hain now it's coming to a point where some people are going excessive with meme marketing and now users are understanding ki yaar these things are paid they're realizing that but the more genuine and organic it is it's like a review coming from a user and it's comical and relatable now 
so that you can actually engage with it the x factor for memes is that people automatically relate it with authenticity and when marketing or any piece of content comes off as authentic people lower their safeguards for ye to mujhe bechne ki koshish kar raha hai and that is how you convert somebody do you think today with every other brand jumping onto the meme marketing bandwagon that the effectiveness of meme marketing has somewhat diminished because of its overuse at least by b2c brands i completely agree on this one statement brands try to in house hire people three four people sometimes even five six people to create memes for them right and to post on their social media now ek bande ko itne hi ideas aate hain din mein this is so much of comedy a person can do you can hire comics and stuff like that of course you can go out with that but the thing is when anybody thinks of a meme you get these one two good ideas but you can't do more than that after a point if you having the same people make and this content becomes repetitive have a broad mix of ideas and that is what we try to crack at meme chat having hundreds and thousands of users create the content for these brands because now you have a mix of ideas now you have ideas flowing you have good content coming in you have bad content coming in that is not too good but then again then it's very easy to sort and figure it out but then there's a mix of ideas and that doesn't get stale with two three minds working at it effectively it gets stale after a point of time so what has happened if i understand it correctly kyle is we have created an assembly line for memes in in house marketing teams where there's somebody coming up with a copy or an idea for a meme and a designer churning it out when that becomes a day job when when you're trying to literally source as much novelty as the entire internet population put together quite naturally one person even if you're a creative genius you're going to run out of ideas right and then that novelty factors wears off do you see any brand doing meme marketing extremely on point you can't force content out of people there's a saturation point that people reach what i've seen is durex zomato they have a few very good creative people who are not churning out too much of content but they churn out few content but good content i think that is a very good strategy for a brand who's building their personal social media or instagram or facebook or whatever it may be right now if you're creating a campaign now, now this is where the problem happens a brand comes up with a campaign and they want memes on it and they want meme marketing for it and they want that content they want hundreds of memes posted or hundreds of channels right that's what they want now that becomes a task how much can someone create how much can five people create on something that becomes a tough task i think the right way to go about it for a brand who does not have too much money to spend do it slow and do it few now, don't spend too much and don't over hire hire just one to really good people for churning out let's say one meme a day for your social media eventually one may just go really viral as well right you'll probably get the reach that you're looking for but don't be excessive with it when it comes to spending in terms of a campaign if you're even doing the campaign right and you're spending for the campaign you need to make sure that hundreds of minds are making that meme you have basically one two memes per you creator if you want 1000 memes then about 500 creators and 10000 memes at least 5000 creators so that is how it should work because after two memes the guy gets dull because he doesn't even want to make meme on that topic he doesn't even want to make the meme on that topic he is forced to make the meme on the topic because he's going to get paid 
I've worked in multiple media and marketing teams across sectors and there's this greed for traction that any marketer would relate to whether they are in the agency side whether they are on the brand side they'll say boss if i can produce one meme and it gets x average traction it's like buying multiple lottery tickets you increase your chances of winning exactly. the jackpot that's the presumption that people are going in with constant so if i create 10 pieces of content i am 10xing my chances of going viral what do you say to those people who are trying to brute force their way to virality this is a point i agree with what i am saying is that if you are having let's say you want 100 memes and you want one meme to go viral right when viral are better if you have more creators do that rather than two creators do that and yes it works if you are brute forcing your way to virality by getting 100 memes created and getting them distributed it may come not even saying it will come because it might be on the 101st meme that actually went viral and you just demanded for 100 doesn't work like every meme is going to get viral but if the content is good you having people work on it and you, there's a broader spectrum of content coming in that is when okay we know it's going to work not for sure but the chances are much higher but yeah i think i've seen brands do it and it's worked for brands that the thing of getting hundreds and thousands of memes created and even if one to work they have met their target because one to memes get so much of reach and engagement that covers the campaign cause the campaign that they they were looking for cover gets covered in one or two posts in total so one or two memes that go viral pays for the entire campaign so to say one very interesting angle to this is if the core premise of the brand becomes trending one of our campaigns mirzapur right now mirzapur in itself became a trending topic so now every meme that was made on mirzapur and shared got high engage because the topic itself became trend and that is you reach meme virality singularity i'm going to use that phrase meme virality singularity that's poetic yeah. singularity in ai is like when the ai reaches god like potential right so it's like you reach meme virality singularity where essentially the brand has become viral for example there was a trend on the jcb kodai it was just a thing on the a crane pictures of crane just digging up mud from the ground and that became a viral trend the brand itself became viral through that and once that happens anything made on that brand becomes viral and at that point you don't need to pay creators to make content for you people will automatically make content for you because they think it will get them reach and get them engagement creators also want reach and engagement if you are the topic to make memes or to get reach and engagement they will make memes on you for example now marvel and in the marvel series and the avengers series they don't need to spend too much on marketing because they know these meme creators are going to make memes on their shows and then it is going to happen because they have built the brand like that and to build a brand like that is just it takes a really good product for somebody like you who has witnessed so many meme trends come and go what comes first the chicken or the egg what comes first a specific topic and anything on that topic goes viral or does it start with a meme and that meme sort of makes the topic viral what comes first in most cases i'll be honest with you it's actually both have come first we have root forced our way to make something viral right which we have paid and in some places where the content itself is so good it goes viral in most cases nowadays because of so much of liquidity and money that people have people are paying to get that done when there was no right. money 
transactions happening. For example, let's say you're a creator, right? And you're making, you generally make memes and you get paid regularly on a daily basis. Now you see a very interesting biscuit come up. You will not make a meme on that biscuit, even though you like it and want to make a meme on it. Reason being, you would rather take money to make that. The dynamics of it has changed quite a bit. Now people want money. It's so much so that, have you seen reels and songs within reels? Yeah. Yeah. People won't even use a particular song because they say that if I use a song, I'd rather be paid because I don't want to do it for free. That is where now it's changing that now you have to pay it to get it done. Earlier, you didn't have to pay it as much, pay as much to get it done because people would pick it up because content was lacking and money was lacking in the system. Now there's money in the system and creators are expecting to get paid. So that's how the dynamic essentially works. Can you engineer virality, Kyle? Yes, you can. But it has to be very planned out and tell you how this works. So for example, there was this paragliding guy that that video that came. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It came on one of our WhatsApp groups and it was like, yeah, this trend. At that time, if it was very wacky, this is what trend. Right? So it was like, under the feeling, this can be done. And I remember there was one of our guys, his name was Ankush. He forwarded the video. And he was like, yeah, this is a trend. And what happened was, the first five memes that were made on that trend, first of the original video went up, the next five memes that were made on that trend was so good, right? That people began sharing it. And that's how we realized that virality is created. You have a topic, you create really good few pieces of good few pieces of content, post them. If that is being shared and picked up, you're onto a trend and then you get content blasted out in bulk. Good content. It can be engineered in a way, but again, I cannot just take a glass and really just make it viral because it's just a class. You have to have good content around it to make it viral. If it's not good content, it's not going to be there. If you want to brute force your way to virality and engineer virality, you can only do it if it's good content. You cannot do it if it's not You good. can't make chicken curry without chicken, basically. Right? Exactly. Uh, virality engineer can do as long as genuinely funny. You can't, you cannot put comedy into something that does not have comedy. You can't put something that's, you can't put fun into something that's not fun. And expect it to be trend engineer or virality engineer. It doesn't work like that. Right. Let's dig a bit deep into viral memes, Kyle. What exactly is the anatomy of a viral meme? As somebody who's running the diagnostic on a meme to see if this has potential to go viral, what are couple of things that anybody can look out for when they see something come up that this has the potential to go viral. It's basically wacky relatability. Wacky, funny and relatable. If you have all these three components to it, right? And not just chota sa joke funny. It's be like really wacky funny. That is actually your recipe for virality. If it's wacky, funny, relatable. Wacky, funny, relatable. It has to be wacky, like really wacky for Gen Z's and they're okay, for, fuck, like this is, this is out of the box. Funny because they're laughing at it and later because they can understand about it. Does this change based on the TG, the conditions you gave me? It, it, it changes. This is only for Gen Z's. I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm very frank about this. I don't know boomers, so I don't know what they're going to do with them. If it happens, then my meme chapter TG is also the same. Right. <laughs> Personally, I don't know. But... I'll be honest with you. Actually, I kind of know also. Now that I think about it, WhatsApp for intellectual. Everybody gets it. And that becomes viral in that case. Misinformation, basically. Yeah, misinformation. 
misinformation is very powerful with these guys and it becomes viral. I've seen so many things just go viral and Jensen are the guys who are laughing about it. We are the people who are laughing about it. But when you think about it from the perspective of the fact that you have this very weird shit and you tell your mom, please don't share it. You are embarrassing yourself by sharing it because you know it's misinformation, right? And you will realize that, that everybody sharing it has gone super viral. And you don't know how. But that, and I, I think that is one very key and crucial thing that I've noticed with boomers. Right? But I doubt if a brand would want to run a misinformation campaign just to target boomers. That's highly unlikely, na? But now that I've thought about it, people to actually try. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah. You throw in some buzzwords, who knows? You'll actually see uncles forward these memes on WhatsApp. I actually have a case study where it has actually worked for us. This thing. Yeah. Through it. And it worked. Virality, this virality came not through Facebook or Instagram. It came through WhatsApp. And we wow. gained, I think at that, in a day, we get 100,000 downloads. In a day. Wow. So we have tried wow. it. Wow. But do certain sectors have more affinity to meme? Like B2B is not very into meme marketing. They, they would want like slightly more serious conversation, so to say. Who are your clients primarily? People who want distribution are our clients, right? People who want large-scale distribution are our clients who want to reach out to millions of people. So again, that is B2C, D2C focus. And they would want creators to use their product, make memes for them, get that memes. Right? But Let's say for a B2B thing, right? It is, and I've seen it from my perspective because I, even though I'm a B2C facing product, I also have a B2B channel where I'm making money through my B2B channel, right? Right. It's basically getting tags on board. And what works with them is my sort of newsletters where I put memes in those newsletters. I make it fun. I make it interesting. My festival greetings are memes. So you're not creating it for distribution per se. You're creating it for the niche audience that you talk to. Or you engage with. You create memes for those. So, I, so B2B can also work with memes and get memes done. If they're doing it for their small niche. But primarily where a lot of money is to be made. Is where for B2C and D2C, B2C and D2C brands spend. Because they're essentially the ones who are spending a lot of money. And how has the creator landscape changed? Because my understanding of memes is that it started as UGC content, right? And now it's, I hate to use the word hijacked in some ways by brands that are streamlining the content creation journey of memes also. So how has the creator landscape changed from the individual creator, somebody who's just doing it for fun to this slightly more sort of industrial lineup setup of meme creation? See, I'll be honest with you, the industrial wale hai, wo kam hi hai. Abhi itne log nahi hai, jo matlab, matlab brands unhe hire kar bhi hai. Must mean you have people like that, but it's not a very big number of people. You know, people are still making memes for two reasons, right? One is they are seeing there's a money-making potential somewhere, right? When you're building a following. Second is that the same way a person makes TikTok videos or reels for outreach and to get famous. That's what memes are also doing it for, to get make people laugh, to get known, get recognition. Similarly, why people play sort of games and stuff like that. They personally just want to do it for the recognition and the fame or whatever that may be. Paiso ka angle second aga pa Paiso ka angle is not the main priority. That is the thing that, that I have noticed because, for example, at Meme Chat, we are not giving people so much of money that they can make a livelihood out of it as of yet. 
because we also have a brand flow and a deal flow where we distribute the money to these creators, right? So that is for hobby and sport, right? Hobby is because they're getting some sort of recognition, some sort of gratification, right? The gratification is just first is the engagement, recognition, and then is the money. So it's not too much contextualized as yet. It's not that you have these particular content creators are only making content for these brands and everybody's just making content for these brands. You have a few people doing that, but it's not the bulk of it. It's, it is just a top 1% that earn actually. It's similar for any other content creation platform. The people who earn is much less compared to the other people who are aspiring creators. What does this mean for the future of meme creation? Do you see the creative aspect of it primarily to come from its UGC roots and then brands blowing it up the way they have where somebody lights the fire and somebody ensures that the fire rises or over time you're going to see more monetization opportunities for memes and meme creators. See, over time, when there's more liquidity in the market, you're going to see more monetization opportunities for sure. But a creator should get mainstream. Memes don't have face value. You cannot associate to a person's face. In most cases, you can't associate to a person's name. You probably have heard of this page called the Bombay High Court. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he consistently made good content. Every post was funny. He got recognition. You heard of him because consistently is post-noble. Right? Now, consistently, if your posts are good, consistently if you are creating good content you will get that recognition right you're not going to get that recognition if one content goes viral out of peak right but that is something that's very important to understand and the thing is once you start getting getting that good content regularly out people will start following you people look up to you and they want to see more of that content and what is happening now is when brands want so so many memes right as they want so much of content for them you are having a mix of creators creating memes or a topic. So even the general audience, the millions of people who are there to consume that content cannot associate that trend to one person. Because they cannot associate it to one person, you can't create cult for the creator. And yeah, and I see that as and when, see, memes is something brands will adopt to and those who aren't also will adopt to. Because eventually what they want to see is they want to reach out to the Gen Z millennial audience and for that they will need to do memes. Right? But they can't be dependent on five, six, fourteen creators. They'll have to be dependent on more. So there will be monetization opportunity, but the thing is it'll be distributed. Right? When True. more money becomes concentrated in any industry, for example, right? If money is right. going to be concentrated, let's say for one YouTuber like Mr. Beast, if he had to get all the brand deals, one is going to be very expensive brand deals, right? Two is that it's only Mr. Beast that gets it, right? Nobody else. Very few viewers like that. But memes, because they have no face value, because they have, it's so much more distributed. So you will earn as much, unless you can consistently make good content. But do you think, unlike, let's say, YouTube or even TikTok and these sorts of platforms, because memes don't have face value, that especially on the Indian internet and in emerging economies, we'll have a huge issue of plagiarism. I think we already have that. But do you see that issue blowing up in the coming months? See, there's an issue of plagiarism, but the only person who faces that issue is the creator. Because the viewers don't care. I see so many big meme pages copying people's content. I've seen big meme pages copy branded content as well of smaller creators. <laughs> and that is a good thing. Plagiarism is for the creator. The creator feels bad when it's plagiarized and let's say a big page posted on their page. 
and they see that get millions of likes and millions of views over there and his content just got let's say 1000 2000 likes right is a bit over there but because there's no face value that is a problem that will exist do you think this will impact the future of meme creation in some ways given that there is no face value small creators might feel disencouraged when they see such acts of plagiarism i have that possibility lurk around the corner no it's for example let's say a person likes to sing right the person will continue to sing probably with his two three friends in front of his two three friends or you know in front of his family or his friends but they won't go on these public shows or whatever it may be but they will still sing right and as long as people are still creating uh, content or that eventually finds its way to the broad audience so it's not going to die down the good creators are not going to say okay yaar main content nahi bana raha meri comedy chali gayi hai kyunki plagiarize ho raha it doesn't work like that what do you think about the future of memes we are bound by technology memes is about hackiness funny and relatability whatever new thing that technology brings to us that merged with wackiness relatability and comedy that is the new meme that made be short videos long videos memes i don't know the fact is that we are limited by technology as we see this technology evolve we will see memes of various formats and on that note it's a wrap thank you so much for being on the podcast kyle thanks so much setup for having guys please tune in next week for the next episode of the UN Corporated Podcast. See ya. Thank you for tuning into the UN Corporated Podcast with me, Sekhar. Please follow, rate, and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and share our episodes far and wide. You can also sign up for our free UN Corporated newsletter on our website, theuinc.co. and send us your suggestions at hi@theuink.co we have all the links in our show notes catch you in the next episode